0: It's funny. People always be like, don't forget about the little people. It's like, why do they refer themselves as little
1: anyway, you know? Why don't you just get big with me? They can see it in my eyes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of John's Entitled Podcast, a partner of MoshpitNation.com. This week's guest is the returning Skylar Croom. And welcoming Maddie Williams of He Is Legend. We get into all kinds of things in this conversation. Uh, I will slightly apologize now. I didn't edit this a ton simply because everything I had written down to bring up with Maddie and and Skyler. We got to. Uh, We just didn't get there necessarily in the most linear of fashions. Um, But I think that's what was a lot of fun about doing this conversation, is it was just that. It was a conversation. We talked everything that He Is Legend has been up to since the last time they were on the podcast, uh, with Few being released. We talked a little bit about the actual album being released, the reception from fans and critics alike. We talked about some of the touring the band had done with Gwar, uh Shiprocked, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we get into a little bit of an interesting conversation about uh, veganism and some of the hangups I have with, uh, <laughs> I guess, the verbiage, uh, I guess, really is what it boils down to. But this is a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing this conversation. I had a lot of fun listening back to it and editing a little bit of the stuff out of this. But I think... Uh, In its raw state, even though it's a little bit lengthy, I think it was just, it's a great conversation, and uh, seemingly from the response I got from the last uh, chat I had with Skylar, that's what everyone loved about that conversation was just how loose it was, and I think this one even takes it a step further because we've, Skylar and I at least, have had a whole year to chat and kind of get to know each other a little bit more since the first podcast so uh i'm going to wrap this up because this is a lengthy conversation like i said so without further ado this is my conversation with maddie and skylar of he is legend
0: talking about i didn't even tell matt this but we were talking about trying to do a podcast on the boat yeah and we went on the cruise and it was like, am pretending that there might be any amount of internet at all
1: i didn't know that until i talked with a uh, dave buckner like two days before he was leaving for the boat and he goes oh yeah there's no there's no internet service yeah. out there and i go oh that makes sense i guess
0: what are you drinking milk over there what do you got what you got there Yo, cocktail
1: i got some or, oh, okay. uh, it's a blueberry gin.
2: Oh, okay. good. Gotcha. It's made
1: from uh, New Holland Distilleries, which is now here in Grand Rapids. So, I'm drinking what's your, that. What's your mixer? Uh, Ryan Gosling's uh, ginger beer. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, yeah. That's
1: great. That's way. Wow. I'm actually more of a, I think I'm more of a regatta fan, or uh, the Barretts is usually one of my go tos, but I don't really care. I mean, t- typically gin and ginger beer is a, a solid. Uh, usually throw in some bitters or some grapefruit juice, anything. It's all good. I'm say grapefruit. Mm hmm. No, I just came back from LA uh, like yesterday and uh it's kind of there's only like a handful of places I thought actually making a good cocktail. I tried a new gin called uh, Monkey 47. I've never heard of it. Yeah, you 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 mentioned that. what is the is that uh is that Japanese at all? Cuz I know mm. there's
0: a Monkey Shoulder This a Jap, like I think it's a Japanese. That's I a could be completely whiskey. wrong. Monkey well,
1: Shoulder that was kind of the weird thing, though, is that uh, I thought it was going to be like a full for- because it comes in like a little potion model. Like it, it was pretty tiny, um, but it was – I forget where it was made. Somewhere in the States, but it was really good. It kind of had like a little bit of a floral uh, kind of taste on the on the tip of the tongue, but then like your back flavor kind of had a little bit of like peppercorn and some stuff like that. Mm. So it's pretty interesting.
0: I can get behind that. I've been, I've been buying. Well, I mean, been buying. I've, I've had a couple of bottles of Hendrix.
1: Oh, that's my parents got me here. for Christmas the other day. I love Hendrix, man. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's I what actually, I
0: want when I have a martini, um, you know, that's that's my that's my go-to. Sure. Yeah. Whatever you. <laughs>
1: uh, Bullshit. Make
0: it fine. fine. Yeah.
1: Um. So I'm gonna kind of get into it just because we've been warming up now. Yeah, uh, we're gabbing.
0: Yeah, we've been drinking and talking. So we. Uh,
1: I'm I'm fresh. I'm yeah, ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready to All roll. Right. So hopefully you you roll a bunch of cigarettes because uh, everyone loved that last time. And uh, Maddie, oh, yeah. if you have a new trait that you want to add to this, this discussion because people will see this. Uh, oh, shit. Everyone, was really, I'm yeah. just everyone was really... Everyone was really surprised at how relaxed Skylar seemed at his own house and uh, that he rolled so many Actually, of his I, own I'm cigarettes. I'm on a giant back chair right now. You can't
2: see. Uh, so I hippy. mean, I pretty much lived here forever, so... I'm comfortable. Yeah, Matt feels really good right here. here. <laughs> I uh, see my girlfriend walk by in the background. Okay. You never know. She's gonna be behind us.
0: I'm just the ma- I'm making, I'm making the, the, the field of death, trying to create. I think that's more. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So I have a uh, Skylar and Manny from He Is Legend. Uh, Skylar, you are returning. Manny, this is the first time. You're, yeah. you're on. Uh, feel thanks. Good. for I feel
0: good making a making a, a next appe- another appearance on the podcast. I feel like a regular now.
1: Uh, you are the second person that's actually a reoccurring yeah, I person. Oh well, it I, was a, it, uh, it was, uh, yeah. it was the other one? it's uh, Fallon from Kitty. But we do a monthly Deftones Ooh. discussion, uh, breaking down uh, every album. So there's kind I of need a to
0: get on on that next time. Like well, that. actually,
1: it's funny. We are ending uh, the series actually next week. Um, cause she has some shit that she's going to be doing this next year. We tentatively had come up with a new band to, to run through their discography, but now I'm prosing the idea of either doing a band that's been around for a while that you could like kind of talk a lot about, which was either Foo Fighters was one of mine. Marilyn Manson was yeah. another one. Uh, Manson, I'm all over. And, uh, I figured Manson would be good cause it, it's not all good. So, and if <laughs> some of those records, someone yeah. could actually defend, I would like to sit there for an hour and be like, yeah, this record wasn't very good. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So, but then, uh, I mean,
0: like Mechanical Animals shaped my life. Mechanical Animals, superstar for me.
2: So, yeah, that too. Yeah. So I think was. the last
1: two have been really good. I think it's a nice return to form over these last two records. The, but... the
2: newest one is like really awesome. We jammed that on tour a lot. And that, that record's sick.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like both of them. Pale Emperor more so than, uh, Upside Down. What is it called? Heaven Upside Down. I have upside down. Yeah, I mean, I like that one. I put it on my top ten list of 2017 because I just kind of felt like the he need not that he needed the notoriety, but I wanted to put it on there. Even though I wish it was Pale Emperor, you know, but mm-hmm. I still I love that album. Sorry. I'm hoping
1: I'm hoping that the because uh, this is actually something I was going to talk to you is like uh, the year in music this past year. Um, yeah, because that's always fun. But what was interesting about that record though is. I mean I saw him right before Pale Emperor came out and then right after it came out so he wouldn't have been playing a ton of new songs. But I never got to see him in like the Antichrist superstar phase, like where he was like, you know, the god of fuck and all this kind of shit. And I feel like a lot of it's lost now. So like when I see it I'm like, Oh, you know, I hear songs like Irresp- Irresponsible Hate Anthem and shit, it just doesn't pack that same punch. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, fight Song*. Awesome, we've, we've been talking about
2: covering fight song for a long time. That'd be rad. Um, Responsible a anthem is so yeah. I mean, really,
1: anything you would do off of Antichrist like would be just a. I think for you guys it'd be unexpected, but secondly, like I think it would be very interesting because unlike you know him in the in the band like always having to have one. or I guess they do have two guitar players, but typically you think of them as a one guitar player band. Uh, so I think it'd be. always take
2: a John five because that dude was better. You know. Still um, is. <laughs> when we, but not, he, he, he's not playing with them anymore. No, no, no. He no played he's with, a zombie. He's Rob Zombie. Yet. Yep. Yeah, we just saw him. Like, yeah. We didn't go you know, see him. No, was, I listen. Do he's, I don't do stuff. Busting Asking balls. Ask what he did on, the, on the cruise. I, what I did on the cruise was order room service and me in his room. <laughs> uh, he went and we did awesome things. But I'm okay with that. I'm a very antisocial person. So. I
0: will tell you though um back when we before he is legend in our band and in like high school era we covered tourniquet
1: okay that's
0: true. like maybe one two times at like a local club but it was sick I loved it yeah. I was so stoked about it but we talk about it now uh, every now and then we we bring up doing fight song off Hollywood I, mean, uh, I
1: think that was one of my like that's probably my second favorite record that he's put out in his discography. Yeah, faith.
0: Manson's awesome, man.
1: Well, I think yeah. like if he's able to have a a theme, like when uh, sh- uh shit, what was the one after Hollywood? Um,
0: what was that the heroes and villains or whatever it was called? Oh,
1: maybe that's not the one I'm thinking of. Uh, well, no, like I was gonna
0: Hollywood, say, I should know all these. Hollywood yeah, was, gonna was, say. was it's, awesome. it's,
1: like the, it's like the 20s one, uh, like where it's got that swing vibe throughout the whole swing big band vibe throughout the whole thing uh <laughs> god damn it it's not like we don't have technology to look that up either not
0: mechanical animals though i mean that came out when i was in i was maybe it was
1: no don't no no me it's after-,
0: animals after antichrist then um
1: and i'm gonna, eat I'm gonna me,
0: drink me maybe eat me drink me was one that i didn't like that much no that one like, sucked too
1: lewis carroll vibe it's uh the, the golden age grotesque
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Like John cool, Five huh? on it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um The Golden Age of Grotesque.
0: Yeah, I like that whole like the crucifixion yeah. zombie face type, <laughs> type
1: jam. What were some other records that you guys were, were jamming a lot while you were on the road this year, this past year? That new balance and composure. Oh um, man, I'm so thrice. bummed they're calling it a day. Wait are they really? Wait, what? You you haven't heard this? No, nah, yeah, we don't it.
2: stay up on things, but we do love that band. That yeah, sucks, no, they are calling it a day. Was... That, Man, that was awesome—the—the the new Thrice record. I mm. guess that wasn't—that wasn't even. That wasn't even good uh, yeah,
1: up. no, that was—that's what I because I got into it this past year because I <coughs> yeah. saw him on that Deftones tour, which I think you guys ran into at some of the festivals. I think uh, that tour. Yeah, we did
2: Grooz Rock with with all of them in Belgium. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and. Uh, yeah, those was, two bands
2: in general that would well, be a dream tour for us.
1: Well, it was crazy. Is like I saw the Deftones and Thrice tour when Deftones were on the self-titled record and Thrice was on just before ours and the Ambulance came out. So I basically oh, so, have now seen them on the two albums of Thrices that I really love because everything kind of in between lost me uh, when they went yeah. all super proggy and weird. But See, I don't remember.
2: I don't remember those weird thrice. I records. didn't even listen to those. I just kind of, you know, it was a time in my life where I was just listening to different kind of stuff. It wasn't
1: because of what
2: what the uh, content of those records was. I just didn't check them out. Right. But that new record
1: is. That's so good. Fucking up.
2: Last year, I really, I
0: mean, I think that Kendrick's damn was oh, that thing is tip top. Now number one, yeah. probably.
1: I have to ask um, this because I like I still really 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 love To Pimp a Butterfly just everything about it how the track listing is everything about that record making it a whole piece. Now, when I heard damn like when I was listening to it the first like the day it came out, I remember thinking like there were some songs that just sound like the lead-off single actually, Be Humble. Yeah. That's like the weird, yeah, yeah. like that's like a, such a non-Kendrick beat that I was like what the fuck is this? And yeah. I remember being very kind of like taken aback by the record i still ended up liking it but it did i didn't like it as quickly as i like to pimp a butterfly and what was interesting is i just recently read a thing where kendrick's like well actually the record track listings is backwards like you're supposed to listen to the last song and yeah, go, go forward to
0: to and they put that out you know they, they like he put it out where it went backwards oh yeah like you know in reverse order um i i went the opposite way to pimp a butterfly was cool but not my favorite thing when it came out i thought it had it had like too much which is the one with bitch don't kill my Vibe"? that's uh good good yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah the, well i mean in the the vibe of that to me there was too much like vaudevillian maybe he's like
1: well, he was definitely playing around. I, with his I don't know what, I don't know what, that. how
0: to. It, it kind of had this like this outcast style ambition that I didn't think was like. Kendrick ha, has a lot of punk rock behind what he does. Like it's like it's got a lot of gangster quality of like Rose Krantz and living in this like you know humble ghetto and and his uh, I don't know. I thought Damn kind of made that more evident than to Pimp a Butterfly was like. No, I'm making money now and I'm like doing ambitious things and it had all these like crazy it almost seemed like a parlor act to me like it had just a lot of ambition in the music and but I mean regardless I love that album as well I just think he's I remember sitting here one night watching um and just right. watching
2: his Austin awesome City Limits show. That was what I was about to bring up. That shit, if you haven't seen it, his Austin awesome City Limits performance. Yeah, you're watching.
0: I think I might even amazing. send this to you on the last podcast. But it's so like watching—you're watching, you're watching yeah. a living legend do his thing and like not being affected by the crowd. And we There's were sitting here, role. jaw drop. Yeah, yeah, right. He's a poet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lauren, <laughs> Lauren says chimes. Lauren says,
2: says he's a poet.
1: Hey, he's you a know
0: he is a poet. He's a, he is a poet. But at the same time, it's like the, the Tom Waits vibe. I think he's the he's the African American like the answer to our generations Tom Waits where he's like, he's speaking about his time. It's, it's like the difference between Tom Waits kind of giving this beat vibe. Kendrick kind of wraps up what hip hop is from, you know, from like the chronic to what's going on now. And like, you know, even before like Sugar Hill Gang giving this kind of overview of what hip-hop has done and where it's going and, like, what it could actually do. Like you watch that video to Humble, and it shows that he has more in him than just being a rapper, you know I mean? Well,
1: that's why I was kind of glad he was been...
2: he's, he's He's an artist through and through. Oh, for so sure. That's one thing I love about him. Like, I don't like a lot of hip-hop, R&B, whatever, and I can listen to him and be like, man, this guy, there's, like, a lot more to it than just – a guy on a mic you know, right they're...
1: well it takes it back to what it is what what rap started off as anyway was like fucking storytelling and and all that yeah. and being a, a wordsmith and kendrick does it in a lot of different styles i mean not really have we since i would really say since m&m and, and our current climate of, of rappers have we really seen anyone kind of cross over with the wordplay like kendrick has the ability yeah. anyway
0: Vince Staples does really cool. He, that's another record I listened to a lot last year. Was his Big Fish Theory? Um, it's got really hard, really cool beats, and uh, his his like word, like his flow and everything is like it's admirable. I don't think he likes white people too much, which is fine. So him and Not Lauren with Hill should collaborate then. I don't right. either, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, Vince Staples is great. He's like. And I, mean, I, I love that big fish theory record. It 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 blew our speakers like a hundred times. It was really good. Cool. <laughs> which one is that? Um I would have
2: to I'd have to play it. I don't know if I could tell you which one it is. <laughs> you would remember
1: if you heard
0: yeah, it. I remember you saying I'm You're like the worst the I'm like
2: the worst with remembering like what I'm
1: listening to. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Sometimes I mean, it's kinda of funny, I've been in, in as a vinyl collector, I've been basically rebuying my youth. Um I, I think that's
0: a great idea.
1: Yeah, I mean... I had
0: that as my New Year's resolution one year, and I
1: failed. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I just bought... I, <laughs> I hate admitting this, but if you go to my Instagram, you can see a shirt that I bought. It's a TLC 1992 shirt, uh, long sleeve, that I bought at Urban Outfitters for fucking $40. But, actually, it was 20 because my wife Isn't said she would wear it, too. But, oh, man, it was totally fucking worth it. And then uh, I came up with a If I hadn't gotten tattooed while I was out in L.A., I was going to get tattooed tomorrow, and I was going to get my Wu-Tang tattoo, but I wanted wanted to get something that was different than everybody else's take on it, so I had the idea of, like, if you look at a can of Tang, they have, Mm -hmm. like, the orange slice down at the bottom, and then, like, the Tang up there. I was like, yo, what if we take the the orange slice, make that the W and then put the Tang underneath? And he was like, I fucking love it. I was like, Yeah. Oh, that's so that that's, that's gonna be my Wu Tang tattoo. I haven't seen that yet
0: green so. and orange. I like it. I like it.
1: So uh actually since last time I talked with you Skylar, um when I talked to you, few hadn't been out yet. Um we were doing oh, Yeah, it has uh, been that
0: long, hasn't
1: it? It has been that long. And that's uh like a year. yeah. And uh, that's a bit and so a lot's happened for you but i i kind of if you can remember back that far (laughs) what uh were you really surprised by how overwhelmingly positive the response to the album was or i mean because i know like going into it you and i were talking in the last chat and you seemed pretty positive that you knew you had a, a really solid record on your hands so maybe that isn't the case i think back then we knew we
0: had i mean we obviously knew that we had our fans behind us Everything that's happened since the fruition of the record and then, you know, what's going on this year has been, um, I'd, I'd say more surprising, like, I think I think more surprising things have happened than, you know, fuck off road roadblocks or any, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. normally on a record cycle, you you have a lot of expectations and then the things that aren't met are just things that you don't things that you kind of expected not to happen in general, but we had a lot of cool things come up like this crazy cruise and some of these big winter War festivals, tour. you know, the tour with Guar.
1: All I think, of that we'll get to.
0: Yeah. Some of these things are just like on, I would put them in the pros column and all of it kind of coming out of just our hard work and lack of, uh, Lack of sleep, I guess, and just being on the road constantly, <laughs> which I think is the 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 way that the only thing that's been a constant in music since we've started playing is that you the the longer you stay on the road, like the 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 easier it is for your career to blossom, the more money you would make. I mean, that's where you make your money. That's where you're gonna make the most friends. Where you're gonna, you know, where things are gonna really fly. You don't really get a chance to. To do much from home, you know. Right. I mean, you have to be really creative to to stay in the public eye while you're lamping at your crib, you know. So, yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's, I, I I I can't say that I'm surprised by this year. I mean, there have been some pitfalls, you know. There have been some things that we've been like, eh, ah, kind of sucks, you know. I mean, we we'd like to have we'd like to be on tour the spring, but also, you know, there. Larger seafood to cook, so to speak. Yep.
2: Let's well, also you're not surprised. We're, <clears throat> we're happy with what <laughs> we did, and we put in a lot of hard work. So, like, with practicing, uh, touring, all that kind of stuff. So, you kind of, you know, we're getting what we expect out of it because we're, that's the work that we put into it, and it's been great. You know. <clears throat> What's- You know, as much as you put into it, that's what you're going to get back out of it. And we've been working really hard and uh, we're seeing the benefits from that. Well, ultimately, yeah.
1: I guess don't tell that to. uh, Fuck, it would have been so much funnier if I could remember the band. That band (laughs) that put out that fucking record that everyone Hated.
2: (coughs) Hated. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold? <laughs> was that, no, that was the band that just, like, dropped the yeah, record. Yeah, and, yeah like, they tried
1: to be on some it. shit, and then we're surprised that no one knew it was out. No, uh, the band that did, yeah. uh, that had Mitch Lucker in the band. I can't think of their name. Suicide Silence. Holy yeah, okay. shit. Were people mad at them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're so mad. Well, they lost some singer. And tonight. I'm not
2: knocking on Avenged Sevenfold, by the way. I'm just, that's what I thought you were referring to. Because yeah. they literally just, like, drop a record on everyone and... Yeah, no, it didn't was do what uh, they expected it to do.
1: Well, they they said, and I think it's very much like what I've done with the podcast approach is they dropped it and expected that people would find it through word of mouth, and yeah, I guess that didn't not, really happen. It's like dropping <laughs> it, a
2: mixtape in the R&B world, uh, hip hop world, and people are all over it. That's what they wanted to happen, and, but no one in the yeah, rock I world, communities. Right? I wish those communities could coincide in that in that
0: way, like. I really do wish that we could drop us like secretly, just like boom, overnight. Here's an album, and Glassjaw did it in a cool way. Avenged Seven. Well, they obviously. got they
1: got fucked by Amazon because Amazon <laughs> put out that they were when they were dropping it and all this kind of shit before, and kind of right. screwed up that surprise.
0: That's right, so. right. Yeah, that's the thing is you have to. It has to be so under wraps that like only the amount of people that need to know will know and they won't they won't spill the beans but then you know you leak it to the right amount because that was the thing back when we first started putting out records it was like if it leaks it's kind of a good thing but you don't want it to leak but if it leaks at the right time then everybody has it and then they're talking about it and then it good i mean things have just changed so quickly it's you can't keep up with progress
2: anymore. Like a napster man
1: Napster. <laughs> speaking of uh keeping up with progress and such do you guys remember that's a bad segue uh do you remember <laughs> maybe of a great master. figure
2: Napster? so progress
1: uh i don't know uh um, <laughs> <laughs> hey man check out my zanga page when we're done with this it's really awesome oh man uh, diary Land. oh man i can't actually I speaking of really random old shit so like uh we started my wife and i have been watching a lot of roseanne uh as we always do but uh, I made the comment, I was like between Roseanne and like Daria. Roseanne so that's like, or
0: old Roseanne? Old Roseanne. Okay.
1: Um,
0: Is that new shit out yet? yet no.
1: coming. Yeah, actually a lot of people that are involved in it, I, I really enjoy it. So I think it'll be pretty good. Um, yeah, Although nice. I don't know how Dan's back, but we'll see how they address that. Um, it was a
2: dream. It was a dream of Roseanne's.
1: So it, they pulled the what, J- Jacob slider scenario on us? Hey, no, so? no, fuck. No, you're, right. You're, <laughs> right. No, you're <laughs> right. you're right. No, you're right.
2: You're right because it was a... He died, it was dreamt dreamt he, yeah. he died and she You're dreamt that right. he kept him around
1: they won the lottery he died and she dreamt it yeah You're right right yeah. so right. i'm interested to see how they pulled this off with having dad back but regardless yeah. uh maybe by now all that money she won she was all able string to read yeah they can pull the
2: string theory. he's yeah. in the cloverfield universe now you never know
1: <laughs> he's also in the <laughs> yeah, kevin the smith whole, universe the end of
2: roseanne is a cloverfield <laughs> paradox
1: <laughs> it's, cloverfield is roseanne you heard it here first <laughs> um but no, I was going to say, like, do you guys remember, like, have a, a favorite memory? Memory, memory, memory from uh, the opening memory. week of the record? Yeah.
2: Well, we were we were, we were we <laughs> were the memory that
1: I have.
2: Hey, put your no, best right, friend forward. When the record came out, we were actually in oh, Europe. Tell so the story. Well, I'm not going to. I
1: tell the story. We didn't have. Hang on,
2: hang on. I, I would. <laughs> it was weird because we had an album come out, and we're an American band, so.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right. Out. That's right. I forgot you were overseas.
2: We were overseas, so it was a little bit. It felt a little disconnected, like because our European fans are always kind of they're going to be smaller in numbers <coughs> than our than where we're from. Yeah, right. So we were over there when it came out. So it was kind of like you didn't, <clears throat> you know there wasn't like really without we didn't a, have any hard copies like, of our record either just yeah just gonna go ahead and say we didn't have any, any hard copies but it was like there wasn't as much hype because your record comes out in America and then a couple months later it's gonna catch on over there so but we were already there when it came out so it was a little different it wasn't like People were just there to see us play, and the record was kind of like, okay. At
0: the venue cool. shows,
2: and in the and in the big cities,
0: like if you if we played a major city,
2: well, when the we played shows London, were sick.
0: London, it was amazing. Yeah, right? like you'll sell out London, but like, <clears throat> what the hell are you gonna do in like like, you know, or one of those weird fucking like Newcastle or something yeah. where it's just like who nobody knows, but. The festival, which was the main reason we went over there, like where, where we like got to kick it with the Deftones and Beartooth and like, all these bands that were playing Under Oath, our homies and uh, that went that was sick, like we had a huge crowd. And, you know, when I guess when these people, th- these are music fans who like know the genre, they know all about it. And that went off, you know, that was that was sick. But you know, when you're playing a little little punk club in some place that may or may not have promoted you because they don't fucking care, or it's like a uni town where you're just gonna have like university kids who are like can drink at the age of sixteen, so they're all wasted by four. (laughs) It's gonna be a different kind of punk show than what you would get over
2: here, where they're still gonna be wasted by four, but they're at least gonna. We were kind of removed from like the release of our record because we were overseas. Like it didn't really hit us like it probably would have if we had done. Yeah a tour in the states when it came
1: out is there a do you guys have a superstition of sorts or like a a routine when when your album drops typically if you're in the states that you do like do you go to like get a? because i know like some bands are like oh we all get together we have a breakfast we go do this thing we all buy our one copy of our cd we go to best
2: buy
0: and buy our record (laughs) right that was what it was but now what who does how can you do that
2: You even find your cd you
1: guys can all show each other you downloading the album
2: yeah. yeah, everybody at the same time. <laughs> look, man, look, look, look at my that. iTunes. Yeah. So I, yeah, I got it. it. I got it. Yeah. That's that's ten dollars that I'm never gonna have. I think we. There we go. Oh, I think we literally it. like landed. All <laughs> right. I
0: think we landed the day that we. <laughs> I think we landed the day that the album. Came have out. A, I put it down like that. Right. Didn't we land the day? What?
2: Throw Give me a rag. Picks. We spilled a beer. <laughs> Sorry, we're right. I love you.
1: It's my fault.
2: It is your fault.
1: They we wouldn't. Should... They wouldn't be sitting like this if they uh, weren't talking to me.
0: uh Yeah, I, I man, the ritual of an album being released. <laughs> I literally think that maybe I went when it hate you came out, or me, no, it was even suck on the poison. Like I went to I, a best buy. I, I
2: like I'm Hollywood, and suck on the poison. Yeah, that was the thing, dude. Now I think it's just like we're working, so that yeah. thought doesn't even like come to my brain whatever now. Well also up. I think every time I look for it, it's never been there. That's so like what they what it's, all- it's also like oh our album's <coughs> coming out, but I'm in the practice space like five, six hours a day, like preparing for this tour. So yeah. like I'm I'm worried about that. I'm not, you know checking anything else other than like
0: I remember seeing copy <laughs> like I, I remember seeing the first Hard copy, a few on Instagram. Someone like holding it. I'm like, fuck! I haven't even looked at that yet. Like I don't have. How it. did you get it? I didn't have. I don't have it. I don't have it at all. He didn't have it. He didn't have it. He gave it to me. He
1: gave it to me. That's awesome. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Rituals. I mean, I, I think we probably, you know, we're so coy, <laughs> or not coy, but just like so used to this that like, literally, it's the up. Oh, Album just came out, boys. Here, cheers. Yeah, you know, well, like, like I mean, that's how, that's the extent of it. It's like, yeah, well, cheers, cheers on boys. the release day. Buy a case of beer.
2: Yeah, while yeah, we're at probably. while we're at practice, and like, all right, let's get back to yeah, practice. Bring it down to that. It's just yeah, we yeah we crack a fucking beer. <laughs> I hope this one works. I hope, this works. <laughs> I hope
0: This one's <laughs> it. I'm, I'm
1: tired. tired. Um, speaking of this past year, you know, we've talked about some of the records that we've all enjoyed collectively, and you guys putting out a record. You know you guys, I mean, no surprise, uh really, were're on the road a lot this year, and to yeah. me uh with the with the music scape of the live music now, like you kind of mentioned the Wimmer festivals, those didn't hadn't really existed when you put out the last record, really, I think like a lot of them didn't exist or were kind of like in their infancy stages, so the fact yeah, they that' seem, like they seem fairly new, yeah, Yeah, so I mean, we're at the point now where, you know, a handful of years later, your Carolina Rebellions, your obviously Rock on the Range is way big. But like those kind of, you know, festivals that Danny Wimmer's been putting across the U.S. to kind of emulate the, you know, the European festival scene. Yeah. You guys got to actually like between those festivals, you guys did uh, the Guar tour that we were talking about and so forth. uh, I was kind of trying to think like, have you guys really played many festivals here in the States at all? No uh, these were first. Okay. Well
2: that the this is the most we've ever done that. We've done like South by Southwest and uh So What Fest. <clears throat> you know, and, and it really depends on what kind of fest you're playing, I think, because we're not really the typical like festival kind of band. You know, we, we kinda need a little more vibe going on. Right. Like and we're we're not the guys to come out there and be like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? And that's really cool. <laughs> it's totally cool, like a lot of bands like really, really shine in those yeah, we were models. talking about that today, like bear like speaking about bear they they're, they're, they're awesome and they're awesome in a festival sense. they really get the crowd hyped. they're we're just... so good at it. I remember <laughs> i I told this story on the boat. I was
0: like talking to them and i and I had to tell Caleb I was like, yo, dude, like. I said jump the other day at a show because I was like so amped that you were you could get the crowd so hyped because you were like jump, jump, jump and he can do that. He's the kind of (laughs) dude to do that. I'm not the kind of dude to ask people to do anything for me at a
2: show. I'm
0: not going to ask kids to jump. I'm not going to be like yo man Can you guys jump, maybe, just jump with me first? (laughs) Swing your hips for me, maybe, please. Hey, guy, you know.
2: Personally, for me, festivals give me really bad anxiety, and I really don't like doing them. But the Wimmer festivals were definitely, like, cool because there were so many people there. And, like, we would walk through the crowd after we got done playing, and, like, everyone that we walked by was just like, hey, man, that was great. So it was, like, Oh man, I really don't like. We're like playing at like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. It's daylight outside. That's not really our thing. And then, <laughs> but people are like, "There's a cool hey, amount of hey like, man, that was that was that, re- that was really really cool." And you're like, "Oh okay, well, shit, I guess it was worth it. That's awesome." You know, like I dig running around
0: though, and and still being the, like the kids that are there. You know, like the 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 punk, like the youth of the of the festivals, because you are playing with these people who shaped your genre and we're there stealing mini coronas you know like really, you know like just like trying to like trying to like so find yeah, a man, way we to get some beer freer,
2: I, but you know beer.
0: like so we we met the dudes and dead on one of the women festivals and they were on the cruise with us so it's like and then the uh, the dudes in Joyous Wolf, who are a younger band who've been awesome. rocking the festivals, they're sick. And they so it's like that, and like the Bear Tooth dudes, like our like these people who have become since become homies of ours, and this like tight little family of of <laughs> rockers that I feel like I respect a, a bit more than. A lot of the bands, not not saying anything down to any band that you meet on the road, but you're, you know, when you're, when you're on the road in the States, you're getting lumped into genres. And so the band who, the young band who's playing heavy metal that, that they enjoy, I've probably come, you know, I'm, I'll be 35 this year. I'm, I'll probably come a lot further from your music than, than I'll get closer to it, you know, because right. I just don't. I'm not listening to breakdown bands at all. I'm not like, I can't get behind that scene no matter whether you're cool guys or not. Like, it's just not music that I'm gonna listen to anymore. But then, you know, you play with a band like, that has elements of that or help shape that or like like we brought up earlier, like Balance and Composure where as a band that I saw only on the road and then saw, you know, I bought that record when it came out, we played South by So What with them I ran over to the No Sleep Tent and I bought that record and it was just like a good, it was just solid for me. It was the sound I wanted and and it kind of introduced me to, you know, bands like Nothing and Tidal Fight and, you know, bands that I wouldn't like this new, new age shoegazer shit that like has this post punk element that I love. So So are you a fan of of like Death Haven though? Oh, I mean... I don't. Death <laughs> heaven is a, death heaven. Death heaven is cool, and I like black metal, and I like Shoegazer and I think they they work well together. But I'm not blasting their records. I mean they they're a sick band. Sunbather was great. I mean both their records are great. I I listen to them and they have really cool parts, but they're not they're not albums that I'm like. I'm jamming, you know, I, I'm not like putting things up. But I can't say that about a lot of modern music anyway. If I'm listening to modern music, it's pop music or hip hop, really. Right. I mean, I've been listening to some fucking Lydia song and I'm like, oh, I know the person in that band. Like I know somebody in that band. And I'm like, no, I don't because they're different members now and it's a million years old and it's not the same shit. But yeah, I am I love pop music. I love shit like that. I mean, Matt, Matt only listens to like our like modern rock radio. Um, so we, we can agree on getting back into you know, a Steely Dan song comes on and you're like, yacht rock sick. But I do love like EDM and pop music and like, like Fever Ray put out a record last year. That's like top of my list shit. You know, like I get, I get down with like female vocal pop fucking dance music. That's what I want to hear. It's... dark wave goth shit like i'm listening to Lana del rey and i saw i mean i want to hear some dark like rest in peace amy winehouse that's what i want to hear
1: it's funny or... two two things kind of speaking to the female front of kind of like weird trip uh chelsea wolf is opening on that uh ministry tour and i'm trying yeah. i've been putting in to try to get her to do an interview with her because i think you'd just be fucking absolutely rad
0: absolutely you should
1: and I'm hoping I get to it. This one
0: but... was on on my top ten list of 2017. And then that album is is it's what rock music needs to be doing right now. Youth Code as well, like these these female fronted artists that are like have anger and angst and like they're making really sick dark music. There's I mean, Youth Code is. Like our generation's nine inch nail, like they are the new they are the old nine inch nails they're, right. they're throwing out this like thrash industrial shit that no one else is doing, so Sha, youthco, they need to be they need to be so much, so much bigger than they are, and same with same with Chelsea Wolf, Chelsea Wolf is huge, and I don't has feel like that. she
1: is though, like for as huge as I think she is, I don't really think she is. Like, which is weird Jeez.
0: well yeah. i just think that equated to because that guy van lewin or what was the guy who played Troy the R- L- L- one L- troy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so he's got the the queen's air i think, so I think, I think they're kind of yeah perfect circle too so they have this in i mean the same way we, i think that we kind of have that in this festival circuit you know right Where we're making these friends and hopefully sooner or later something really cool comes out of it but like when I watch Chelsea Wolf or see anything about the tours that they're on or like the thing they're doing they have this goth corner like goth corner cornered where <laughs> we would only want you know we would only hope to be lumped into that in any shape I mean I think that we all have that amount of darkness in our music for sure You're not. um that's dark <laughs> but, but it's yeah, yeah it's a evil different darkness it's a different thing
1: what do yeah. you think? It's, it's kind of interesting too the other, the other band Matt that just
0: I, gave me a couple dollars man just so you know oh <laughs> man really that's, that's, Matt just handed me two dollars
1: that's like I what an eighth and of your $2. per diem
0: that's my homie yeah that's I my, got, my per diem you got ear. change
1: you got an eighth of your per diem <laughs> right uh,
0: no, I, yeah but what you were just saying I, I definitely think that there's a there's a place for female fronted music these days maybe more so than in rock and roll than it has been in a while, maybe since like the distillers, like Brody Doll type shit that was going on around like the end of the whole era. There's always one like garbage and Avril all LeBain, of that.
2: Man.
0: Yeah, but Admiral. I really Bain's honestly, I
1: the band I thought was going to carry that whole, literally the whole and figuratively whole. <coughs> in the is. band was I really thought the Donnas might be that band that kind oh, of. Oh,
0: dude, I was talking about the Donnas the other day because they cover that. Sick ass Arie Speedwagon song on that movie. Donnas were awesome. I can't remember what movie it was. Can't hardly wait or something like that. They covered that that uh, keep on loving you
1: song. Oh, okay, yeah. The Donnas are awesome. You know what? And where
0: are they? Are they still doing? Something? I have where no idea. Still?
1: You know that it's kind of crazy. And like I was thinking about this because this band just put out a new record uh, like a couple <laughs> of weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, but I was like, man, the other day someone was like, what would be like a really weird tour that you would really love to secretly see? And I was like like no bullshit i was like i've already seen one of these bands once and it was awesome but turbo negro and the donna's opening would be like my probably like some shit i'd really get behind right now and they were like they're like turbo negro and i was like yeah if you don't know you should they're fucking rad and uh and then i was like you
2: want a pizza
1: that's man i don't don't, like i saw them saw them on my on my uh yeah what (laughs) Well, I mean,
0: like butchering lyrics like he does he does this <laughs> he'll he'll just say something that he thinks is a lyric and it's
2: <laughs>
1: or, a movie or, or a
0: movie quote and it is well, just like so far from the truth.
1: Our uh, a friend of mine's wife does that oh. like but like her thing is uh the lyric she always fucks up is yeah. uh the that ludicrous song uh roll out. She always goes so much cash money Roll out, and I'm like, that's not the fucking lyric, like in any way, shape, or form. Like was- the lyric, the yeah.
0: lyric Matt's looking for is, "So you think you want a pepperoni? Uh,
2: so, no, you so you think, think you've you had want a calzone. calzone? Well, not like yeah, this. Yeah, calzone. That's yeah. it. Yep. So yeah. you think you want a pepperoni pizza? <laughs> so you think you want a pizza? Matt goes, "That's what I. No, no. Talking actually, for the lyric pizza.
1: is, "So you think you've had a decent pizza? Well, not like this. So you think you've had a calzone? Well, not like this."
2: So
0: I was not that far off. No, the pizza line, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to call. The pizza line is it, it twice. <laughs> we can Google it. Then Google
2: it's
0: pepperoni, it. or calzoni, then it's pepperoni. It's So you, you had it. a piece of pizza, so you you had a tasty pizza. Because I always mm. thought that was a little so weird. I was wrong. not wrong. I would, Maybe, pull, I I would pull out let's the tr- up, It's on Ask Cobra, let's look it up.
1: I would uh, pull out the Trump card, but I don't feel like pulling my pants partially down to show you. How much of a turbo mm, fan oh, I am!
2: that term's that term's got a different meaning now. What's the name of that?
0: So not like this on Ass Cobra. Somebody look those lyrics up and call it. It's there. uh, one it's the 100. Age of
1: no, That's the name of the song. It's track John, one. I'm gonna
0: say you got it right. Are you pulling the, the lyrics? Or I, I'm them? not.
1: I'm just so confident. It's track one on uh on Apocalypse dudes. Uh, no, it's not. No. No, it's not.
0: That's on Ask Cobra. I'm call. I'm calling it. Let's look, right, it look it
1: up. I'm gonna look it up.
0: Who's right? Because <laughs> Apocalypse Dudes is uh... this all is predicated by the fact that I got lyrics wait wrong. no that you're way. no you are right it is on Apocalypse Dudes it's you not on Ask Cobra I'm
2: that. pretty sure you
0: always because I was <laughs> be just thinking about Scandinavian Scandinavian leather that's my favorite Scandinavian never
1: all right let's so... just clear
0: the air all right let's clear the air I'm ready I'm, ready. I'm
1: Apocalypse Dudes Age of Pomparius, Track One. Right. And, and it uh, has
0: the ass cover on there, maybe that's why I'm so <laughs> disgruntled.
1: Yeah. Wild boys theme. Yeah, there you go. How <laughs> I don't know where the lyrics is going. You
2: know, stand up while it was showtime. Uh, was cool. <laughs> whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, so yeah, I don't want to yeah, get yeah. I don't want this already to get flagged yeah. <laughs> when I post yeah, right. this. Because funny. Copyright infringement. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. I'm, I'm I'm right. like, Hank
0: from Hell is going to call you from Sweden or Publishing wherever the hell he is. Helsinki stinky
2: and be like. He uh hey. t-
1: him and him and uh Hank from Hell when he was still touring with the band. I saw him on one of the last tours when they did Retox on my birthday, and I had just gotten the Hank from Hell eyes like on my hips, and I showed him, and then uh him and Happy Tom seductively we were like happy birthday sexy boy and then like tom like leaned over to give me a kiss and, I, and someone's like and i kissed him and he was just like oh my god and someone's like you kissed him and i was like well fuck yeah i'm gonna kiss happy tom what are you gay
2: right
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you gay
0: of course you kiss him i, I saw turbo negro in myrtle beach south carolina opening awesome, for man. queens of the stone age <laughs> oh, on the thongs from the depth tour
1: god damn it well actually here's so totally serendipitous I saw Turbo Negro headlining with Mondo Generator opening right after Nick Oliveri got kicked out of Queens. So he played all the Queens and Kaya songs that he wrote, and was like, "Yeah, you might have heard I just got kicked out of a band. Well, fuck it, I'm gonna play all the songs I wrote." And so, like, hearing like, uh, "You think I or you think I ain't worth a dollar?" But I feel like a millionaire. Like, just super aggro, like about two feet away from me. I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever fucking seen." Yeah, that's cool. It was pretty rad. That's
0: pretty cool too. Like the, um, you know, we all those all those women festivals this year, um, Eagles of death metal were on them. So out with the, with the Queens, the Stone Age boys and like watching all that unfold. It seems like the coolest tour ever.
1: It's kind of funny is like someone was just recently telling me the other day that like the podcasts they like are when I have a literally a conversation with someone and shit just happens. Now you don't know what I've written down, but we have pretty much hit all of the shit I've been writing down. Just it's naturally happening. So,
0: it's cause we're homies, man. We don't. We're not. We're not just talking. Dude, like, it's hey, it's funny. Know, I always dude.
1: feel. I always feel bad when I text you because I'm always like, oh, God, he's probably so busy doing something else, and probably is like, this hey, fucking dude. asshole. <laughs> I'm like,
0: yeah, I'm like, hey, hey, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to get my XP up on fucking Fallout. Calm down. <laughs>
2: i'm just kidding and i don't play fallout all the time all I just the time in like three hours ago to play fallout, <laughs> <Like> fallout. <laughs> i was like hey you ready, like, like, hey, ready to go you're like yeah hang on i didn't know i didn't know you had to build houses and
0: shit and like it make sounds, people i've watched people rock. play
1: it and it sounds terrible but then again i just well, got was... stuck in a uh, tomb raider yeah tomb raider from like four years ago <laughs> fucking beat that shit
0: I don't know. I haven't played any of the new Tomb Raiders, but I grew up on them.
1: The new—I never played any of the old Tomb Raiders, but I will say this new Tomb Raider was a lot of fun. I I would give it all right.
0: Thumbs up. I'm going to go for. I'm going to take your word on it. I like Um, to decompress with these.
1: But uh, yeah, so I mean, like you kind of have already hit on the the bands that you enjoyed seeing on on these festivals, and uh, already kind of talked about that you're not necessarily your fans aren't really at some of these festivals and that it's more of a a gaining new fans hopefully uh which sounds like it was um totally so something something kind of completely differently about being on the road as much as you were this past year uh something I really enjoyed from your the band socials I think Skylar's. uh Instagram stories but mainly the snapchats cuz I feel like snapchat's a little bit better than Instagram cuz you got to like go through and then add to your story and it's a whole fucking process. But I really enjoyed the fact that you guys collectively as a band go and explore shit while you guys are on the road. And as much as we can, yeah. When when did I mean so often I feel like you know you hear people talk about the grind of touring and how you know it's like oh we get into insert whatever city here you fucking play, you drive however long. When did you guys start kind of going off the beaten path and exploring more of what there is to, to see while you're on the road? I feel
2: like, I feel like we've always done that. Now a lot of that is predicated on where to find food.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was about to
2: I was about to
0: say that the majority of this all probably started when I started eating vegan and like really using um like uh, I'd say plant based app sites to find Restaurants that cater to that lifestyle and, and you have to walk around. Yeah, so you end up in a you it en- not only I mean it's, it's not that hard now to know where you where you need to go and not and not just not just preaching like veganism although I will but the Any place that's going to cater to They're gonna have open-minded staff and you're gonna be able to get a beer and it's open later than 730 at night, you're usually going to find the rest of cultural evidence there, you know, so I think that when we go to, so let's, let's just hypothetically talk about a 24 a hour day, we wake up, we're usually we have driven through the night to the city we're playing, you have from 1030 when everyone's 1030 to 11, when everyone's <laughs> awake, and and maybe two two or three o'clock before you have to be to the venue so that's your window of time to to explore or or eat a decent meal yeah because you never know what's going to be around the venue so pizza our days usually start with like seeking out the place that we all can eat we're not going to be eating like gut rot bullshit, and we can see something or do something get a cup of coffee pick up whatever we need, like provisions for the night or the day. And then we and from there we go, hopefully, towards the venue and towards the rest of the kind of of the city that we're going to be seeing for the rest of the night. So normally, I will get on Yelp, look up a place that's cool, like that looks like they have something that we want to, you know, that we want to eat or whatever. Or, you know, maybe maybe we drove. We had the day off and we drove all day long and we're getting, we're pulling into the town at, you know, midnight. It's like, what bar has bar food that we can go and drink and like see the nightlife before we go to bed and get up and play a show. So it's, yeah, like Matt Portland, said, it's usually.
1: You must love Portland. The, yeah.
0: Yeah. All the major like cities where to quote. It's a lot easier was, there like is it pat and oswald who said like you can't like get us you can it's one of those places you can get a song for a sandwich or whatever like (laughs) like, yeah you can get a sandwich for singing a song yeah i mean you're you're like you're portland austin
2: obviously new york and la way easier to do all right
1: so like two two quick stories so when our friends live in portland we went to this strip club of a. Uh, because I follow a, a dancer that's out there and I think she's really funny and all that kind of shit. And uh, what was interesting though is that we went there and our two friends who are vegetarian slash vegans or uh, just vegetarians were looking at the menu like, oh, we should come back here and try the food. Like, because <laughs> they were like so impressed by the vegetarian options. Uh, and then the. Yeah, at a strip club. They were like, wow, this is a really, really good looking food. Uh, And then when we went to Austin with the the same couple, uh, we went to a barbecue place. And one one friend of mine and I got into a little bit of an argument because he was like, well, we went to this vegan barbecue place. And I go, that doesn't exist. He goes, no, no, we went. And I go, well, no, because like the whole point of barbecue is like how it's like the meats react to the heat and all this kind of stuff. Like you can't tell me that – Tofu, when you've left it in for eight hours, tastes completely different than it does when you put it in like right away. And well, good.
0: No, no, no. You no, because I'm going to bring something else up, and it's going to change the whole. So go continue. So.
1: But I, I was just kind of like saying that basically the whole point of barbecue is is basically the the meat itself, the way it reacts to the way you're cooking it, and and I understand and right. cooking itself. Obviously, that applies to anything that you're you're cooking, but you know the whole barbecue thing culture, at least, is like you're you're cooking a meat, slow cooking a meat for like twenty some odd hours, and you're you're yeah, doing these things, but, and the juices inside of the meats are giving it a different flavor as well. Go ahead though. Yeah, but, no, that you know,
2: is I, true. I will say that a lot of barbecue, probably more than you think, is about the rub. And yeah, the oh, sauce, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. The
1: meat, but, but see like, now, good barbecue though, I don't need the sauce. I could just eat it just as it is so to me that's sure. the, that's yeah. that's the way i judge good barbecue
2: but as a vegetarian like sausage like and this is probably off point but nope no, i'm surprised let's go. When we go i'm gonna need to eat? smoke some weed for this <laughs> when we go to place i'll join meat, you they have vegetarian <laughs> sausage, and you eat vegetarian sausage you're like holy shit, that tastes like sausage are you sure that's vegetarian and they're like yeah it is because sausage is it's,
1: it's what's in the case the,
2: the, the, well, it, the taste from sausage comes from all the spices and everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's really what you're looking for when you're looking for sausage. So whatever <coughs> medium you put those spices through.
1: It's so, still so, a question yeah. I've always asked because I, I. Someone actually <clears throat> asked me this recently. They're like, if you could have a, a superpower, what would it be? And I said, lack of taste, because then I would actually eat vegetables because I, I can't. I don't like how vegetables taste. Um, so I would eat healthier. And. But my thing is always this, why do vegetarians, and I can't necessarily speak for vegans because I don't think, I don't know if vegans do this straight up, uh, but like, you'll have fakin', you'll have, you have food that tastes like, or is it. trying to taste like the things that you don't I eat. Hate that. You hate that question now, the, or you I'm hate that idea? i vegetarian
2: and I hate that, I hate that like... The uh, chicken with a you like a, you like mock chicken salad. A, <laughs> apostrophe in. let no, me tell you why this happens. No, as no, 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 wait, hang on. We should, I, we I, bring I would bring an I would. Right I would much rather you say like uh, this is a soy protein Substitute. salad. Okay. Or like that's not true though. I, I let hate, me. I hate, let me hate wait, the wait, like. Oh, this is supposed to be like chicken. That's just not. It's not in the name. It's not in the name
0: because it's a chicken salad. You're saying chicken salad because. There's tuna salad. It's right. all the same. It's just the medium which. Okay, well, when you, when no, put, there, there is no there is small. no vegan like option for steak. Nobody's calling anything steak. Like this is not no. a steak because a steak in itself is what it is. We know what that is. Just like like you can say like even you, go to, you go to get, burger, get like uh, you you're, you're using the word like, burger as a as
2: the word to <laughs> well, separate it from the no, animal. No, but it's no, but it's it's the the what you're. Eating the whole entirety of what you're eating. Right. thats a burger, right? Like a sandwich. The reason, the reason you know, why that is—you is can done. get a vegetarian sandwich. The reason, why,
0: hold on, meat on it, You're gonna, not, you're gonna make an appearance no longer, right here. Let me no say, <laughs> say, we're gonna ask, we're
2: gonna ask. you you're next, phoning, you're, you're phoning
0: a friend but first. I, well, I'm gonna phone a friend, but I want to say this. I do think it's because these are things that we subtleties that we grew up with, and in saying that they were just like is the way we equate the thing simply. It has nothing to do with like I'd this bacon is not though. it's not a it's not bacon. It's never gonna taste like bacon. It's, it's not gonna so crunch like it. In. It's not gonna have that kind of carcinogenic. It is because we like use genic. that bacon word to separate it from being a pig. We're not calling it like fried pig belly or right. whatever. Right. It's it's the thing to like separate it. But same same sentence saying that we use it to separate, to use that separation to to say what kind of food we're eating, to explain that to the idiot that doesn't know that that looks like egg salad. So we're mocking an egg salad. But let me just, John? Yeah. No, she wants to know. We, we need to know this.
1: That's fine. This no. is, is LL. <laughs> she,
0: she doesn't want to be, she just wanted to yell from behind just, the just camera. Just be a
1: voice then. Be the Omnia's voice.
0: Then come in. come in and be the voice.
2: She's not going to do it.
0: I I, I I'll turn it back on me and Matt, and they can just see our response. You don't have to be. Oh, look, no, down I legitimately he is. Can you hear? Her though? Can you I can hear. hear? Her.
1: And you finally pulled your hand you... off the monitor.
0: Oh yeah, sorry.
1: So That's what fine. was your question? So my... why?
0: Go 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 okay. ahead.
1: Ask her. I, I was she, just she, gonna say, like my my me. thing is someone who I don't like vegetables because I I personally don't like the way they taste. It's a it's a thing for me, but. I do understand the the point of having a healthier diet as a whole, but something that's always kind of and actually I, I've I've done a whole vegan podcast. I did it with uh Douglas from Night Versus, who has been vegan for a while now. And uh something that, you know, I find interesting is the fact that vegetarians and vegans don't eat meat, but they eat foods that are supposed to not maybe replicate, that's probably the bad word to use. But they basically eat foods that are supposed to be like they'll have and You'll have quote unquote sausage or huh. burger patties it's and such. Had, yeah. It's 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 the verbiage I think that bothers me because it's like why are you eating, why are you trying to eat something that's like a product that you don't want? And that's the part that kind of always trips me up a little bit. Like like it's if a if nostalgia
0: we, like... thing. It's being raised on certain foods
2: and kind of mm-hmm. um just missing it. In a way, not missing eating that thing, but eating something before you really had to think about it too much.
0: Okay, it's so funny that you're gonna come over here. And also, you're gonna just not also, let us film you. No, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. What is there is there a better word for it? No, there's there's not. I mean, well, what
2: else would it be called? And if you okay call, here's
0: so what I think I, with the. Go ahead. Like the, okay, if you have a vegan restaurant, yeah. and you, you call it like okay, so no, that's, why, that's why that's why. Using Matt's leaving. You want to yeah. come sit over here, where Matt's sitting? <laughs> you don't. <know>, she doesn't <laughs> want to the podcast. She just wants to speak. You're
1: leaving. You're going. That's really. Yeah, gonna, you're to.
0: really gonna leave. I have to yeah. wait a couple I minutes and we'll wrap it up.
1: Okay, <laughs> just sit down. <laughs> sit
0: down. See how you go to the grocery <laughs> store. But I will say that the like you know if you if you. Our, our vegan, you would be smarter to put your restaurant, if you opened a restaurant that was completely vegan, okay. be smarter to use the word plant-based because the verbiage, if you put a V in it, you know, the verbiage is there where that word's so harsh, it's so short and so like, you know, it's a strong looking word. You got the G with the, you know, and so uh, like it's a strong <laughs> word i mean like think strong about word. the way it looks like look at strong it look word. at it in your that's head. a strong word but the same thing with like it's saying
2: a strong word
0: if you say chickpea salad sandwich but you're mimicking the flavors that are like you're putting dill in it so your dill and your tofu and your chickpeas all mi- mimic an egg salad sandwich you would be smarter to say this tastes like an egg because i took chickpeas I took potatoes and I took tofu and dill and I flavored it and I put turmeric in there to make it yellow. So it, it looks like it this more
2: accessible thing.
1: to people who don't know it's, it's, the thing it's that I'm making it more to palatable to the, the, the non-conformed the I thing guess. I'm trying to recreate in
0: my head. I mean, if you made something completely different, you could use those other words, but what you're trying to mimic because the flavor exists
2: well, anything that you've cooked over here, And you've been like, hey, you need to come eat this. You're not not like, hey, this is a beef stew. You're like, hey, I just made some stew. I made a quiche one time that
0: no one, you would never fucking know the difference. Matt ate it. It And that was back when he still even ate bacon. And he said, (laughs) it's a fucking quiche. Now it's a quiche because it's caught because that's that's what it's a pie that's mimicking I mean. okay. eggs. But I used chickpea flour and oil and like did the same goddamn thing, right. and it, it tasted like exactly quiche. the same. That's, that's where
2: why. I think that that comes from. Like yeah, but Matt doesn't need meat anymore, by the way. But only because
1: I know it's in his bio on Twitter. <laughs> have
2: a, have an association for some people. It's funny I didn't know that about
0: you. I didn't even see your bio on Twitter. Just, I, I, on Twitter
1: well, I wanted man. I wanted to include You're him in, in the in the, a, a in the tweet I put on out.
2: Yeah, man, it's been a year. Been vegetarian been on Twitter vegetarian. Hey, I'll <laughs> cheers <laughs> to that. So, we'll <laughs> to that. where's your beer? Uh, on no, you have a it's right here. It's on the floor. <laughs> it's on the floor. Cause remember where you spilled <laughs> it? That was that was your spilled beer, and this is your new beer. I'll drink. I'll drink to that. Anyway, you all right. y'all want to see Lauren real quick?
1: <laughs> Should she'll have disappeared, guaranteed. Just
0: like that, she's gone. Don't do that. Where's the alien? See that thing? Jane Lauren Doe flying high. Where's a where's the alien? At? I'm making this a cat podcast.
1: <laughs> I've seen the cat plenty of times. Yeah. Uh, so they come around. I guess but no, I guess...
0: uh, not to make not to turn this in about eating vegan at all. No, but, uh, this is just but, a fun, uh,
1: fun conversation.
0: <laughs> Matt's trying to leave so bad. His girlfriend wants him to go to the grocery store with him. Well, I was going to say... I, I, the oh, she wants to say, look what, look can, look will you be on camera for it? Just wait, just wait. Right you don't look ugly. Sounds just here. like my wife.
1: Hello? It makes
0: it easier hey, for... Say hey, say hey. introduce Hi. yourself. I'm LL. <laughs> I'm LL. <laughs> okay, Bean? now continue. It just makes it easier for maybe a meat eater or those... Uh, carnivores like trying to transition into a more plant-based diet to eat something like that and say hey this can taste exactly the similar. same it's it's similar it's about it's about, it's about the way it's prepared it's about the seasonings and it's fucking good yeah it's fucking good They good. see that wasn't so hard yeah. that wasn't so hard. My,
1: my my thing has always just been like i said the uh the fact of how the uh, like when we go out to like in Austin and it's like they went to a vegan, vegan barbecue, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> If it's you quite, don't it's...
0: like vegetables, man. Going vegan is for you if you don't like vegetables I cause like, most because then when you vegetable... eat vegan food, like if you eat vegan trash like I do, like you're eating like <laughs> dope ass french fries or like brown cauliflower. It's like I fucking ate the cauliflower. Honestly, really, man. Like, fried, actually, the one the one thing that's well.
1: got me willing to to try going into it a little like because here's the other thing like peppers and shit I can't do because they give me like fucking the, terrible heartburn so I can't do it. You don't um, eat
2: them
1: but also you I, I eat will say I dairy. will
2: say I will say like I've been actually I cutting out problem, dairy
1: quite a bit. I, I had a
2: problem with peppers and onions and all like oh I a hate lot onions they taste so terrible but. <laughs> like six months after I turned vegetarian, like I'll eat all of that shit raw. It's so delicious
1: now. Uh, the thing yeah, that because you
2: stopped eating meat and stuff. Yeah. So that's like it, it. Well, the it thing opens
1: your. I was to say the thing that's to, been getting me though that I've really been wanting to try, just because like I I love pizza so much and I've I cook my own like from a- from doing all that is. uh Doing the cauliflower, cauliflower yeah. crust, because it just has me intrigued. Oh, so
2: good.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can get a, you can get a pretty. they are really easy recipes for that. You should definitely do that. It's, it ain't hard. It ain't, that's the thing is when you, when you, if you do start to eat consciously, like you know, if it becomes a little more, your diet turns into anything ethical then you start to like you really enjoy I mean I I I started eating vegan for like three reasons my health because I'm a diabetic my girlfriend's diet was vegan she was been vegan way longer than I have and and as the challenge of how I like I love to cook I'm and I consider myself a a pretty decent home cook so I the challenge of making everything that I used to like as a chubby meat eater it 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 ended up like everything then was a challenge the things that I wanted to make I want you know I'm from the south so I wanted I wanted like crab cakes and and all this shit you know I wanted quiche I wanted the things that I wanted to make and making them good was like I mean it's very rewarding very rewarding and you learn a lot about compounds of things that they obviously say that that meat is like it's not going to be here much longer so cooking as a vegan it's going to be
1: a lot easier for you only
0: going to get better and cooler and neater and we're just going to basically recreate things that we know are good and create new things that no one knows is good you know
1: right um now I mean, it's I,
0: down to just you and I.
1: Hey, you know, it, it kind of sucks. It's like we're sort of at the part where I was hoping to have both of you since uh, I was going to talk about uh, the Guards War in Shiprock. So I kind of wanted to get like, you know, two different perspectives. Well, Matt
0: wouldn't know the first thing about uh, what happened
1: <laughs> to Shiprock because he's in his cabin the time. I was going to say um, – but so, you know, the guardi something I've heard. Obviously we have mutual friends in the Wilson camp who have toured with Guar. Um,
0: Matt's better friends with Wilson than I am. Matt's still here, by the way. He's not I, I can hear him.
1: I can hear him. He
0: um, can hear you.
1: Oh. I, can, I have good headphones on through your it's all beats. I have beats shit. headphones listening to the beats pill, we can hear all Oh man. I just watched Ek Machina, so uh basically uh talking shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: we heard all of it. I heard all of
1: it. Uh, Just don't stab me when I am trying to uh, disarm you.
0: <laughs> I don't stab
1: you. Spo- spoiler for Ex Machina, if never, no one's oh, ever yeah, seen it. Yeah, just
0: spoiled Ex Machina. <laughs> Whatever, fuck remember. it. It's basically
1: like Edwards. I think it's a modern take sit on You're the and... You
0: are getting back in this I'm pod, podcast, down Mister. Because you don't want me. I'm to not me. the only one.
1: Yeah, then get your ass
0: back over here on camera. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to sit here and do this by myself. We're not my, having
1: my a boyfriend. My YouTube subscribers will not like this. <laughs> yeah. All 49, 49 of them.
0: I, mean, so I, I know we're just working with an iPhone, but we have it set up where we're both here. Listen, Matt's going to be off camera now making a little, we're call, we'll call that
1: the peanut gallery. I'll just say this, Matt, I feel like you thought it sucked so allergy. bad that you had to leave this one too. I'm kidding.
0: That happens. Well, uh, um, I'm still here, man. All right. I'm um, still here too. She's just sitting in the corner in the other chair.
1: So the were though. It oh was, hey. Oh hey. Oh, there's a full yeah. beer and a cigarette in your hand. You're ready for at least four and a half more minutes. <laughs> oh man. Um.
0: On the other podcast we did earlier, I said seven minutes for a cigarette, and you know, I think that's that's kind of serendipitous that he brought that up, right? <laughs> or not? I'm gonna be
2: so mad at you. I don't give a shit. I wouldn't blame
1: it on you. What that other? Oh, your your girlfriend. Blame it on me. Blame it on the person that a uh, nameless person she doesn't know, uh, for your fans in the name of your fans. Yeah, she's fun. But this will be she's
0: comedy up. gold when it comes out. She's this is fun. gonna hit the top, It's gonna go to the top of YouTube. It'll be number one on YouTube's can, friend page. Can I? Can I? Can I,
1: can I say something? The fucking most yeah. listened to episode I have now is all because of me dipping into the Juggalo pool. Yeah. Literally over the last week and a half, I did an episode with this dude, King Gordy. Is that ga-
2: The Gathering?
1: It's Yeah. The Gathering. Yeah. And he basically in it what was talk- I was going to be it's- like,
2: what's The Gathering of
1: Juggalos called? <laughs> the Gathering of the Juggalos. Oh! <laughs> oh! but uh, Kid. I was talking to this dude because like a publicist hit me up and was like, oh, would you like to talk to Bazaar, like this group that has Bazaar from D12 in it? So I figured that's who I'd be talking to and it's this other dude. And they're on like Twisted's label, and Twisted had a falling out with like ICP and shit. And so this dude was like, "Yo, this is what I remember." I...
0: Bizarre was sick, man. I remember that D12 record. Yeah, Bizarre. Had... He he would spit some nasty shit. Net Na- filthy.
1: That's why he he's... Even says that. That's why he's... he's. That's why he's like on like in the Juggalo realm now. But uh, yeah, this dude like said some like what ICP should have done within that world. And, like, Juggalos, like, su- I knew Juggalos supported shit, and I wish, like, the rest of the music world would, like, support things like Juggalos do, like, anything in that world, because we wouldn't be in the cl- climate we're in musically anymore, like, in the music industry. I mean, industry. that's
0: what we call the Guar fans, we're the rock yeah. and roll Juggalos. Yeah, for sure. But no offense to them, because it's such a cool thing. It's so artistic, and, and like, it, and it really, it crosses the... I want a fan the, like that. Shit. No shit, no shit. I mean, it crosses the... It crosses a line between rock and roll and like theater. And, yeah, and, like and, King diamond and, in and like college that. play. Yes, and Man- Manson. Yeah, and, you no, know, sure. like I mean, to go, to come full circle in this conversation, that has a lot to do with the the crowd in Bowie, like the way that their crowd Zappa, they all wanted to react, and they all wanted to be. They would go to the show knowing they were part of the show you yeah. know and that is the thing like the audience is involved with what goes... we have an element of that i mean fans that come to our shows wild wow, the fuck out you know i mean yeah. that's it's all about wanting to be free like, active at a show and a show being more than just standing there and watching a band like you're gonna dance and like move around and get into it but those other bands bring in that 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 like way cool element of the cosplay aspect, like dressing up the and being, you, yeah. you're like a different person. You come as a different person. It's like yeah. a way of cutting. And maybe those people have harder lives, or like have had a like way heavier emotional lives. Maybe that they that it is nice to get away from the who they are mentally and physically. Oh, they're, they're like day in and out is were well, you scratching your tattoo there and nobody's told you not to do that before I'm not scratching I'm scratching,
1: I'm scratching around you're like scratching it yeah. no. is that a
0: Wawa tattoo, you a tattoo. Fuck yeah.
1: are you kidding me yeah
0: <laughs> alright that's pretty sick yeah. I get no, tattoos, so, uh, I'm not in Texas. oh I'm he's like, leaving now
1: no I just got uh, this LA <laughs> thing while I was out in LA
0: yeah that's cool
1: yeah it's the whole reason I'm not getting my my Wu-Tang tattoo this week <laughs> That's but crazy. no, so I, I mean guess Matt is leaving now. Okay, yeah. bye Matt. Thanks for oh, no, he's being on the fee. Okay. So I mean like the thing that's interesting to me about Guar is I mean you guys have been around for a long time. Uh so it's not like you're like when Wilson Not took... that long. Well, my Gwar. thing is this. <laughs> my thing is this is uh like when Wilson went on the uh, on the Guar tour, like it was one of their first really big full on tours. So, I mean, for a younger band like them to go on that kind of a tour was, a was a great learning experience for them. But I've, I've, I've heard that phrase be said by anybody who tours with Guar that it's a learning experience yeah. because they've been doing it, this. I so, so, I mean, what can you tell me about like when you were, I mean, even you guys who have been touring as long as you have, what did you take away from touring with that band? And do you have any great stories from the tour specifically? Because I mean, you guys were sort of the odd band, the odd bill band out. Um, don't mind me; I'm pouring another drink.
0: Do it. Uh, By I the way, say, I just want to say exact this: same thing.
1: Oh, fucking strong! I'm pouring <laughs> these.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're doing a you're doing a good job.
1: That's not a three count. You need a
0: little ice. You need to you need to bring a little ice chest and. So you have like your whole situation Like, like Don Draper You know like so, your little Mixer set
1: When I had that uh, That monkey 47 I drank mm-hmm. it neat And the bartender's like wow <laughs> And I go well any good Like any good like liquor I think if you like you're spending You know a good amount of money on it and It was almost like a $20 shot I was like I'm I gin. wanted Yeah I was like I wanted like, taste. Who else
0: drinks gin neat I don't know Bill fucking Murray
1: There we go Bill Murray and I can get be can get down on that then. I'll put the my sprint. I'll put my wispy hair all off to the side.
0: I'd like to know what Larry David drinks.
1: Larry David seems like, like a gimlet like kind of guy.
0: He, I, he probably doesn't actually drink. He I mean, probably doesn't. I, but I mean, when he did, I wonder what his drink. was. Doing.
2: I feel like he was
1: like a weird like drink of kind of guy.
0: I don't know if they. I don't know if they drink. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Jack Nicholson yeah. and like you yeah. know. Oh, man. Bill Murray probably still drinks. Yeah, of course. I don't know. Like, have a drink every now and then. But I feel like Larry David and, like, not to be offensive at all, but I feel like the Jewish comics are, like, take better care of themselves. Well, I think
1: they have that, like, remorse. They have that remorse about, like, (laughs) they have that remorse about what what they've done. And so they're like, fuck, I got hammered last night. I need to, uh, I need to atone. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. I think the old fucking white guilt should really hurt a lot worse than whatever Jewish remorse you're talking about.
1: Like, I don't know. I had some lady come up to me and she goes, "Are you Jewish?" And I go, "Why?" Because I have a big nose. And she goes, oh, "I just assumed you were Jewish." And then I think I made the comment about like, "Oh God, I wouldn't wish that on anybody." And then she just goes, "Excuse me," and I go, "I'm just trying to make it weird at this point." Yeah. Same with uh, this lady when I worked for T-Mobile. I used to have like really stretched out ears and this, it was an African American lady stuck her finger through my ear. And then she goes, you're like one of them African tribes. And I was like, I don't know if I should be offended or not because like it's coming from you. (laughs) And then I go, but, can't Second. imagine
0: letting anybody put their, their finger in one of my ear holes. Well, she
1: was showing me her. I was like fixing her broken ass like fucking razor phone, and then she just did it, and I was like, "Excuse you." <laughs>
0: Bring back the razor phone,
1: dude. I, that was. Let's do, I let's used get to have a plan
0: a... of people to like find those old ass razors and just like hook them up and start texting with like the three button text. Oh, thing the T
1: nine. Or... I fucking hated it. Uh, I used because I had a pink razor because it was back before you could like cell phones were really hard to sell i had a pink razor because i was like yo i live in east lansing like in the fucking college town so i'm gonna like try to sell to a bunch of like women and shit and sure as shit like dudes wanted the silver razor and women love my pink razor so like i'd be like yo play with my phone because like they didn't have active models at the store like they do now fucking cell phone people don't know how good they got it now how easy it is to fucking sell a cell phone
0: yeah you gotta hand somebody your pink razor
1: yeah and someone dropped it once i was like god damn it <laughs> i don't have insurance uh no so uh LaGuard- yeah. yeah so the guard tour um you know i talked about how
0: what do we take from it he, he was in the you were in the bathroom and he was saying every band he's i'll, I'll ask the question again for you sure every band that has toured with guar came back saying they learned so much from the dudes
2: would you agree and how and why
1: and what stories maybe do you have from the tour itself
2: I don't know maybe I'd say like uh, you can have longevity in a career if you just stick to what you do like they have a certain model of what they do and they can keep doing it 30 years later and people are gonna come out like a lot yeah a lot of those shows are sold out so there's a market for it so
0: they're just their road crew their team like the the band themselves they're so into they're so proficient and just like it's like what I would imagine kiss in the in the biggest heyday with the most production like what it would have felt like to be around that kind of energy and that kind of like performance like you have I mean and they've been through some crazy turmoil and they are just a brilliant rock band that is completely underground and it is one of those things that if you don't see it live you have no idea what you're missing Totally it's it's just like a family of people everybody's crazy about the music and even the musicians and the the people that are you know that are Bringing you that that representation of what Guar is. It's like you know, you just don't know until you go. And we were you know, and I'll say the same thing about ghoul, touring with fucking ghoul it is exactly the same. It, they're a sick ass band, and they the energy and what they stand for and what they do live and on stage is like its next level. and it's it's just like it's like it's so cool and it's it's so fun. And you just don't know until you go to the show, you know, you can say that about very few bands where it's just like, gotta see them live. Can't there's, you just have to do it because it's theater, you know, Right. at the same time as it's like thrash and badass rock and roll, you know, it's, it's, it's so theatrical and so cool.
1: It was amusing seeing your Snapchats because it always seemed like there is like a very, it's funny. We've talked about kind of British humor a little bit, but it seemed like very dry humor of like, Oh, this band, <laughs> and yeah. I always took it very tongue in cheek. I was like, obviously, like it's not meant to be taken this way, like the way you're presenting right. it. But it's it's very amusing.
0: Bye, Matt. Everybody say bye, Matt. Do you, you want to say anything before you? We're gonna be wrapping it up
2: soon. Just... I, lo- I love things. Yeah.
1: Things yeah. and stuff. Things and stuff is what we've learned from Matt today.
2: <laughs> bye.
1: Bye. So thank you. Thank good. you again for doing this.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and then really any tour stories that like anything you remember from that tour specifically?
0: It was just grueling. I mean, it seems no, like you no guys got one. really
1: worn out on that tour from from just kind of the the social like the videos and stuff. Yeah, it was like an eight,
0: It was just like an eight week run, and it was almost every night. And nights that we weren't playing, we were we were driving. You know, right. so we drove ourselves. They had the other bands had drivers, and they were you know. They were moving eas easier than we were, but now I I don't think it ever it ever bored us at all. Like I watched Guar every night, I watched school every night. It was just like one of those things. It was a uh, I felt like it was we were on something important, and I guess we were. You know, I mean, it was the the record is about Odorous who died. You know, so it's yeah. uh, it's just a you know it's a it was a it was a movement record for that band so and almost all the shows were sold out like we were lucky to be there I guess there's no real no real story was any different because it's like a it is a show so right I can tell you about some of the towns that you know it was just before Christmas time so uh, being in in Detroit and places like that they were like freezing
1: fucking cold oh, you guys played hardbo, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, Ugh, yeah. I hate that menu.
0: <laughs> it was weird.
1: That I liked, pit, I liked that pit is it, weird though. as fuck. That pit is weird as fuck. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, we we uh, that's the one. That's the one right behind the um, the m M&M Club, right? Like, what was the the shelter? Is that what it's called? Shelter?
1: Oh. Uh, where where uh, eight
0: mile Like where they? I don't think so. I, think it's
1: right I don't think so.
0: I don't know. But regardless. Um, Yeah, it was just like like Detroit was the cities themselves were all insane, you know. It's a they have a they have a crowd that is either they're either like down home punk rock dudes with patches and shit, and then like kids who wanna dress up and and ask about the comic books and the origin story, you know? Right. So it's like the You've got musician rockers that want to watch them, and then you've got kids who are just like, this band is sick because they're not human. And I just think that's beautiful.
1: Um, kind of jumping from one kind of crazy touring experience to another. So, I mean, we've, we've already talked about Shiprock a little bit, and I know you and I were texting trying to maybe set up a, a podcast while you're on the, on the Shiprock ship itself. itself. Yeah. Wow, that's like the Sally sells seashells by the seashore uh it kind is. of thing especially um, after
0: you have few gin drinks well
1: here's the other thing too is uh i was born with a cleft lip and palate so my s's aren't always the greatest uh yeah i got so a I, bit of a lip they tell me yeah i sometimes when i drink like my east coast accent comes back out uh specifically when i say like things like asshole and, and stuff like that because oh, yeah. you'll yeah asshole. yeah exactly um
0: Where are you from originally i forgot delaware delaware
2: Definitely. First date,
1: yeah. baby, number one. Asshole. <laughs> asshole. Asshole. And not many people catch it anymore. But, like, my wife was like, you say asshole like asshole. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's one of the few words that I still just say inherently East Coast-ish. I got
0: those when I, those like when I talk to my mom. Like I get real so. <laughs>
1: Uh But, Shiprock, like, you and I were texting, and uh, mm-hmm. you were saying you were, like, kind of nervous about going. So I kind of wanted to know a little bit, like, about you know, talk about why you were nervous about going on ship rock and I'm
0: sitting half on the floor. I got to readjust my, Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. And uh, now that's gone. I'm just going to Why don't you sit in the, the nice break. rocking
1: chair. That looks comfortable as fuck.
0: You were asking about the, uh, yeah. The ship boat. rock.
1: So, I mean like, you know, you were kind of talking about some, some nervousness about playing. I don't know if it was playing a boat or just the just boat experience the in general. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what was, what was your experience, uh, being on ship rock? And how do you prepare for performing on a boat?
0: Man, I would imagine that the like the main experience of being on the cruise, which this was my first and only cruise.
1: okay, that was one of my other I questions. Think, uh,
0: I think uh, I think that I was I was nervous about being on a cruise and like if it would be something I would have dug or not. And I think everybody I think that was everyone's idea. I know we we knew like it's cold at home and we're going to a tropical climate. <laughs> right. And play a couple of shows. So yeah, count me in, that's cool. But we got there and it's literally the it's like a destination space for like dudes you need to meet, you know, or you wanna like kick so it So it's an in industry or,
1: thing kind and of I
0: think I think there might may want yeah definitely kind of it's it's more industry crowd okay the way you would say that like playing la like your friends aren't coming to your show in la they're gonna come meet you afterwards but you know usually your friends in la have your band like your guest list is like 20 names deep with dudes you'll never see and never meet because like billy billy fat bottom from down the street this record label or, you know, this guy or this producer or this, you know, so you never really your friends aren't getting in for free as they would in like most other cities where the people who play or like run the venue in any other major city is probably gonna be a little more lax of the thing. But when you're in Hollywood or New York City, it's just gonna be filled up with industry people. This is just something everybody knows. It's just like weirdo dudes from Magazines and yada yada because it's a condensed market, and I feel like those people take their vacation days in January, like because the music industry shuts down around the holidays and stays shut down for most of January. Yep. And so they, why not get on a cruise and you know,
1: Mangle. schmooze and watch yeah.
0: cool bands? You can do it. It's a you tax write off. Make these bands do it. Yeah, it's cool. I feel
1: like it's a tax write off for so many people. <laughs>
0: I'm sure, and it is really fun. And, you know, for me, my favorite thing about travel is what you brought up earlier. I like to go out. I like to find the little restaurant. I like to see the little place. I want to ride, you know, I run, I want to go to the bridge with a thing and find the Banksy and you know, those things. Right. So being on a boat, that's just Coca-Cola, you know,
1: Mainstream. Salad bar, yeah.
0: sun, booze, and put it on your car. I don't that that didn't really appeal to me. However, if you're on sea, you're not going further than that. So just delight yourself in the trappings of there's a casino, there's a there's food 24, oh, hours, there's 24 <laughs> hours, there's daily 24 hours, there's a, a bar <laughs> 24 hours, and you can walk out and look at the ocean, or you can go to sleep. You know. So i mean it's it's for somebody like me who likes to smoke cigarettes and not sleep it's like i can drink coffee i can go talk can i can smoke a cigarette i can you know like i can drink all night i can it's you know it's it 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 doesn't it it wears itself out pretty quick because the bands are done by i think we are all done by two so i mean maybe a little before that i think maybe one-ish but then, if you if you're partying, like say you're in New York and you're used to bars being up until four, you're an insomniac and you sleep, or you work a bar, so you're you're pretty good till one, one thirty. And people are just, you know, they're just doing what they would normally do in their own city, but it's all a little more boring, or like because you can't walk away or do, you know, go to your own place.
1: It really that so- just- <laughs> It really sells that I don't want to go now. <laughs>
0: No, but you, but but if if you knew that everybody in your industry, like say every podcast you listened to or every band you ever wanted to see was on that, and you were like kicking it with them, then it's
1: that's the not. Thing, you know? <laughs> We're
0: just—it's the same thing in every in as every festival like right, what we were right, right, right you're
1: talking about right you're in a
0: closed place you're not leaving the fairgrounds
1: right you're
0: in there you're eating there you're doing the catering thing you're you're gonna play soon or have played or going to see one of your favorite bands or friends play so you you know you're staying there you're not leaving but you just gotta like you know usually just a dude riot you know you're seeing all your favorite friends and you're drinking and telling stories and laughing because that's that's what dudes and bands do best is just sit around and bullshit and talk and spit on the ground and you know
1: but yeah so i mean i guess kind of in wrapping up like i mean you kind of answered the fact that that was probably your first and last cruise experience so i i doubt you would do the stowaways thing where you're part of like an all-star cover band
0: No, actually, I did. I did tell Danny before we left that I would love to do the stowaways thing. I would. I would. I feel like that's
1: what people want to do. I feel like people more want to do the stowaways thing than they want. to. Chad did
0: the stowaways. Yeah, he did this year. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was. It was so cool, man. I mean, I actually think, you know, as much as I, I talk shit about the what being on a cruise is, but this is the only cruise that you want to go on because you are it's badass music the whole time and it's you're you're homies you know you're just like you're you're around this huge boat where i mean i think i walk like like 5500 miles a day something like that like
1: are you trying to be in miles, the pretenders like, like
0: uh steps <laughs> a day I don't right know yeah, yeah. I'm just walking yeah. on the boat constantly and you know you're going here you're going there you're going out you're gonna go you're gonna go dip in the water and fucking go back and you know you can get a beer here and you can go get coffee at any time go smoke a joint hang out everybody's cool as shit nobody gives a fuck what's going on it's so weird and crazy and yeah I mean your homies are there and I would do you, do you always, actually for sure sign me up man I'll do I'll do I actually did um, I did love is a battlefield i did karaoke that night at like three o'clock in the morning i like got up because they had a full-on band yeah like like punk rock karaoke karaoke. kind of thing yeah 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 i like i got up and did that i mean we were because it was at the end we all knew we were just like the next morning we're gonna wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and we have to get off that boat and we're not gonna see each other again right so it's like we're all there, just like oh, we should tour. We should do this. We should, you know, and everybody's just doing that thing you do, like oh, this is the best tour ever. <laughs> then, but we're all in a in a casino with a bar that says open until never <laughs> o'clock, and you.
1: I want you know, that too. With
0: like band dudes, you want to kick it with, you know. So
1: I was gonna say, like, was it was bit. it actually easier to for your first time going on this tour? Was it easier for you to like? Be on with like Dead, who you had said you saw on some of the festival circuits, and being there with like like having a Chad be on the t- on the boat with you, to where like there's a little bit of familiarity with some people you've already toured with and know like okay these are solid yeah, the people. people.
0: The people that knew how like knew the ropes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then the, then there were other dudes like the dudes in Joyce Wolf that we were like, whoa man, what's going on? They're like, I don't know. Let's fund the highest point of the boat and like go look at everything you know it's because we were freaking out so i think our yeah i hate
1: heights um, <laughs> i uh
0: i i i don't i don't think that like we were kind of the punk rock band on the boat we were just you know
1: i feel like that trouble. was you all this past year really though because i mean it's like the guar tour i feel like you were the sore thumb out on that tour which is the good spot to have because wilson was too when i saw them because it, cada- yeah, it was them and Cadaver Dogs. So, like, Wilson was kind of the, the odd band out on that. You guys were kind of the odd band between Ghoul and Guar. I always feel like if you are the odd band out on the Guar tour, that actually speaks volumes, excuse me, to to the level that you're at that Guar wants to bring you out with this package. Um, yeah, it was, it was an honor
0: to, to be asked to do that. I mean, it was, it was like, you know, I can talk about Guar all day. Like, that's... I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was it was the most fun. It was grueling and it was I hear difficult. it's
1: it's it's no bullshit. Like you have to be yeah. know what you're doing. You have to be a band that like knows how to fucking grind it. And if you don't, it'll probably yeah. make you quit because it's just that intense. It's like boot camp. Yeah. It's it's a real yeah. life boot camp for touring bands.
0: Yeah, it was sick though, man. I mean, I, we we were in the thick of it too, like like Canadian winters. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Crazy shit going on. Um, it, uh, it was awesome.
1: Kind of, kind of wrapping this up because we've been talking and drinking and smoking. What's in store for you guys this year? I mean, I know that 2017 was a, a heavy tour for heavy touring year for you guys. Um, do you still feel like View has some legs on it to keep touring, or are you guys thinking that it's time to go back in the studio and and get ready to put out some new shit to to keep people interested in what you guys are doing?
0: I think it's time to, I mean, we've, we've had the holidays to sit and kind of cool out, but I think it's time to, with the right tour were to come, come along, I, I imagine we'd say yes, but the right tour would have to be the right tour, you right.
1: know? Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, we've been jamming. I think it's time to, to start jamming and you know, I was looking Jesse. forward to listening
1: to that broken ass uh, MP3 on uh, Maddie's phone. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the thing though. That ringtone, right? We're hook them both up. Like, <laughs> have, like... No, we're we've been jamming, and and I think it's time. I think it's time that we start doing that. And you know, Jesse has been living here now, which gives us the opportunity to just jam more often and. I think that that's probably the road we're going to go down, unless Manson calls tomorrow and says he wants to do a run. That's fine. You got to bust that tourniquet cover. Him. I mean, you know, if he if he want, if that's something that he's trying to do, then I'd, I'd probably yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, who knows?
1: So we'll figure it out. we always end these episodes. We I don't know why I say we. It's easier to say we. I end these episodes with the song. So uh, what would you like me to, actually fuck that, put you on the spot even more so than I would be with just this question. What Manson song do you want me to end this on?
0: Oh man. Um, you should do, um, you should do that song, The his cover of, I put a spell on you from the Lost Highway soundtrack. All right. That's probably one of my favorite Manson covers. I mean, he's the best at covering songs, but this one is probably my favorite.
1: All right. I will end it with that, and uh, oh, yeah. I will I will tell people where they can follow you, and uh, they
2: already know. Thanks. Already thanks for know.
1: doing this, and we're gonna continue no, our I'm conversation. So you said bye. Yeah. We'll continue this conversation off of this, uh, Yeah. There. So that was my conversation with Skylar and Maddie of he is legend. Uh, again, I know while a little bit lengthy, I thought it was a lot of fun just kind of having a really natural conversation. Um, I've not really talked to Skylar at length like that over the phone just cause I mean, let's not kidding. Let's not get ourselves. People don't really talk on the phone very often, but it has been a lot of fun uh, getting to know Skylar since the last podcast. I'm uh, getting to see, you know, following him across a lot of the socials, following Matt across a lot of socials and just kind of seeing the uh, the fun adventures that they get into. Definitely one of the few bands I can think of that takes the time to really explore the unknown paths of touring uh, and making sure that, you know, they they get to do it on their terms and have a lot of fun. And to me, that's that's really interesting because, you know, a lot of people talk about the grind and the struggle of, of touring and just how monotonous it is. And so seeing Skyler and all those dudes kind of you know pile in their RV and just go places, um, it's it's pretty cool and definitely worth a follow. Whether you follow the He Is Legend Instagram account or Skyler across you know Snapchat or Instagram or whatever, it's it's just a lot of fun. Kind of being a part of you know their their touring their their adventures, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, but I'm going to kind of wrap this up and keep this short since this conversation was so long. So, if you would actually like to keep up with Skylar and Maddie and all of them at the He Is Legend crew, you can follow He Is Legend at He Is Legend NC on Facebook, uh, Instagram, it's He Is Legend NC as well. You can follow Skylar at Crucial Dude and Maddie at Maddie Doom. Uh, same on Twitter, it's Matty Doom and Crucial Dude, and he is Legend NC. If you would like to follow our partner over at moshpitnation.com, you can do so right over there. Uh, that's the home of this podcast. Uh, if you would like to follow them on Facebook, it's facebook.com backslash moshpitnationwestmi. Twitter and Instagram are simple enough at moshpitnation. And if you would like to follow me and keep up with what's going on, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at John's Entitled Podcast. Tweet at me at John's Entitled Pod, and you can email me at johnsentitledpod at gmail.com. Another thing you can do to really help this podcast is however you are listening to this, whether it be YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the vast majority of things that you can find play... The vast ways that you can find this podcast, however you are listening to it, please click that subscribe button, uh, rate, review, all of those things greatly help me. Uh, I'm working on a lot of great guests right now, and I know I always say that, I know podcasts always say that, but it's true, this whole thing is based on algorithms and so forth, so the higher the rating, the more ratings you get, the better feedback you get from the people who are listening. It's all greatly appreciated. Uh, even over on YouTube, you know, leaving comments, all that kind of stuff, it just kind of makes me realize that people are actually listening to this, uh, even if the comments aren't necessarily the greatest. Uh, but you know what? I welcome the feedback. I always try to make sure I'm doing the best that I can. So, so again, hit that subscribe button. Uh, leave me some feedback. Let me know. Uh, it's all greatly appreciated over here. Uh, So without further ado, I'm going to get out of this just because the conversation was long, like I said, and we are going to end it as we always do with a song. And as you heard Skylar say at the end, he wanted me to play it out to Marilyn Manson's I Put a Spell on You. So that is what we're ending to. So until next week, I'll talk to you then.